This program is solely intended for your viewing pleasure. Hello and welcome to the Gems of Wrestling podcast. Welcome to episode 3 of series 2. Saturday Night 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Or Saturday Night's main event, years 85 to 86. We find ourselves in the home of the famed Hershey Chocolate Bars, Hershey, Pennsylvania, at the Hershey Park Arena. Conveniently, chocolate may well be on the menu as we set off on a trick-or-treat session on Halloween night 1985. It's a spooktacular World Wrestling Federation (laughs) Halloween extravaganza. I am Flemeral, the Pressure Gem Professional Wrestling, alongside the Pumpkin Dunk. (laughs) Pumpkin Dunk! (laughs) And Pumpkin Pass. Okay. What does mine make me sound fat? <laughs> to my pie in contest. Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> you fight. <laughs> it's Rusty Pudding. Hello. And no gimmicks needed. Hello. Oh. Yeah, well, I didn't want to give either of you the pie in contest because I think that's quite offensive. So I thought Pumpkin Dunk and Pumpkin Pass was quite... Pumpkin Dunk. I like that. <laughs> I like Pumpkin Dunk. <laughs> that, that be, that's going to be my gangster name. Pumpkin Dunk. Pumpkin Dunk. I love it. You're going to be Pumpkin Pass. <laughs> we could make an awesome tag team. The, <laughs> the Pumpkins. The Pumpkins. <laughs> pass and Dunk. Oh. Pass and Dunk. Oh. oh my God, that could be like a finisher. Oh, the Pass and Dunk. That's amazing. That's really good. So like, share, subscribe, follow, comment, react on facebook.com slash gems of wrestling. Uh, Twitter. Instagram. At Gems of Wrestling. Thank you. That's for both of them. No gimmicks needed. It's feeling a bit under the weather, yeah, so yeah. he's not on top form. How do we feel about Halloween in general? That's my first question. What a broad question. <laughs> that is very broad. Well, I mean, if you go back in that, um... Do you like, like Halloween? Yeah, I like Halloween. I, yeah, I used to. Yeah? It's boring now, isn't it? Okay. Is that because you don't trick or treat anymore? Well, I do, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, I don't know, Halloween's lost its spark in England, I think. I don't know if it ever had a spark. It seems more they're trying to force it now than they were when we were kids. Uh, maybe, so, yeah. We used to, like, make it fun by going trick or treating and stuff, but now you just you see Halloween everywhere. These Halloween shops crop up. It is my favourite time of the year, like, just in general. Yeah. I like that time of year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Do you think Halloween's slightly overshadowed by Bonfire Night in the UK? Mm, no, like, they're really quite close to each other, aren't they? Like within a week of each other. I prefer Halloween though. I prefer Halloween. Bonfire Night, you just go out and watch fireworks, or if you're me, you look at fireworks from outside your own window. I just don't even do that. I just don't watch them. Yeah, you just hear them. Yeah. yeah. I I think we should do a Halloween themed episode. It's Halloween. Yeah. We should do, we should reveal like a Halloween havoc or something like that. I'm down for that because some of them were terrible. And we'll make it a proper, <laughs> make it a proper spooky episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I'm gonna wait. Said, look out, coming in the fall. <laughs> Gems of Wrestling Halloween special coming up. Don't tell us we don't give you any warning. <laughs> oh dear. So Halloween wrestling, we kind of like we kind of like both of them. Well, how do they mix? I, I hope we like wrestling. We do a podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. My Take next question it. is. Was there any wrestlers you were genuinely scared of? Apart from Doink, Liam. Oh, of course, yeah, you're 
clown phobia. Yeah. What's, what's the chlorophobia? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Rusty Puddin has a fear of doink. Yeah, I do. I I feared Kane when he debuted. I mean, I was only nine years old, and he terrified he me. He was intimidating, wasn't he? Ripping that door off for the hell in a cell. Uh, no gimmicks needed. Nothing really springs to mind. You brave bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie Man scared me a little bit yeah. when he first came. Oh, he was a bit, a bit weird, wasn't he? It was weird, yeah. 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 Tajiri's always a bit intimidating as well. Tajiri? Yeah. Why? That's, that's a really random one. Yeah, but I don't know, he always looked a bit shady. <laughs> racist! <laughs> I'm calling it! <laughs> is, you realise this is payback for when you've called him racist the other way? Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know when he was going to fly a plane into a boat or something like that. He never knew. <laughs> there's other wrestlers who scared me though but I can't think of any of them well like I think in the territory days people like the Sheik terrified people because he would every match he had was a bloodbath Mm. so like there was wrestlers that were scared of wrestling him because he ran the territory so if he said you're wrestling me you know you're just going to get cut to shreds and uh, he had razor blades on his fingernails so he wouldn't do it the conventional way of pulling it out cut yourself like if he didn't think you were bleeding enough, he would just get near Razor blade you. Slice your forehead. Fucking hell, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's the Sheik, so I think people were scared of him. What about, like, New Jack? New Jack terrifies me. Yeah, New Jack's a terrifying wrestler. Jeez. Because he's just a shithead. He'll just hit you. He'll yeah. He'll just hit you. For no reason. He'll he, just hit he'll yeah. just bat you. He stabbed people in, in matches. He even once... It was having a scaffold match, him and a guy called Vic Grimes, and... Oh, there was loads of... Not to be confused with Rick Grimes. Yeah, <laughs> Vic. He, um, there was all the tables stacked up in the ring, which is obviously to break your fall when you come yeah. off the scaffold. New Jack purposely threw him too far. Oh, God, yeah. Past the tables, and he kind of landed on the rope, and he was tangled. I think he fractured his ankle. It looked, it looked really bad. And he, he openly yeah. says, I tried to kill him. I think, how can you... Yeah, how are you still... A free man. He's a horrible, horrible person. New Jack, scum, absolute scum. You know about the mass transit incident? No. There was a kid that was backstage at an ECW show. He wanted to be a wrestler. He was only seventeen, but he had falsified these documents to say he was eighteen and legal to I wrestle. Have, I have heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, and he substituted for somebody that couldn't make it to a match. And New Jack, he asked New Jack if he'd quit because he'd never done it. It's like, yeah, I'm happy to bleed in the match. Will you do it for me? Because I've never done it. And New Jack just took a chunk out of his head. The guy, he, the guy, oh, blood gushing. He got the, rushed to hospital afterwards. It was quite a fat one, the guy. Yeah, I, I, I have seen it then. Yeah, mm, mass transit incident. You can see it on YouTube and stuff, but it's quite grim. The kid's the dad. You can hear him shouting. It's like he's only seventeen. He's yeah. like, stop the match, stop the match. And New Jack don't give a fuck. He's just beating the hell out of him with everything. It's yeah, New Jack, scary guy, scary wrestler. Yeah. Oh, right, let's move on to more. Well, yeah, that's. Lowered the tone yeah. a little bit. <laughs> um, Here's just what you do. Think happy thoughts, happy thoughts. That's what you gotta do. Think happy thoughts, happy thoughts. And a smile will come back to you. So this event was recorded on Halloween night, but it aired two days later on November 2nd, 1985, to a significantly lower rating, 6.8 on NBC. What's the what was last time? Uh, I think it was 8.8. Oh, that's a big drop. Oh, a big drop. Because yeah. I remember from the first or the second episode, it was in like a, a couple of yeah. like points. And that was a big gap as well. Yeah. There hasn't been a big gap between No, this is like four weeks, so they've lost a lot of viewers in four weeks. Oh. Especially considering they 
they announced the match of Hogan and Andre versus Stud and Bundy to like try and hug people. Big, big match. Well, big, big, massive big match. match. Yeah. When Hogan's the smallest guy in the match, you know. Yeah. The venue held 8,000 people, the Hershey Park Arena, so that's the same as the last one. I don't know if that's just a general number they give. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it, very specific. How, it, what's the chances of getting bang on 8,000 people? Yeah, it, well, it didn't look sold. It didn't look sold out. No. It, like, there was a lot of empty chairs. Uncle Elmer's wedding got an 8.3 rating. So this is down, what, 1.5? Down. Quite a lot. That's yeah. quite a lot. In, in, you know, the, the next episode, that's quite a lot. There you go. So perhaps romance and wrestling was the real deal. Maybe people did want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than spooks and suplexes. Ooh. Ooh. Spooks. <laughs> I love the word spooks. Spooky. <laughs> the WWF belt is still around Hulk Hogan's waist. What? Mm-hmm. What a shot! I'm having, mm-hmm. I can't believe it. As is the Intercontinental belt around the waist of Tito Santana. I like Tito Santana. He's all right, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, the Dream Team are still the tag team champions as well, so there's no change anywhere. Wendy Richter's still the women's champion, even though Spider Lady is only three weeks away. You keep, you keep, you're doing this to Spider Lady. You've done it twice, though. I'm hyping the Spider Lady. <laughs> Dino Bravo and the Glamour Girls still hold their less than respective belts, the Canadian heavyweight and the woman's tag. I told you last time, he'll always hold it. <laughs> it's my OCD. I've got to let the just people let him, know. Just let him do it. Just let him do it. <laughs> now, here's quite an interesting fact. On this day, Halloween 1985, the WWF terminated its working agreement with New Japan Pro Wrestling, where various belts were defended in New Japan, like the martial arts that we talked about and the, the a few others. Yeah. Because this agreement was terminated, they had to basically vacate two titles in New Japan. There was a WWF International Tag Team Championship and there was the WWF Junior Heavyweight. And the final Junior Heavyweight Champion was the Cobra, who we spoke about last time. But because that title had become quite prestigious in New Japan, the Junior Heavyweight title, mm-hmm. they needed a new champion. So they announced a tournament to crown a new champion. The Cobra got to the final but lost to Shiro Koshinaka, who was an out-and-out New Japan wrestler. Yeah. yeah. This new title was named the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Oh, okay. So, the title, which, as you know, has been held by Kenny Omega, yeah. Kota Ibushi, Finn Balor when he was Prince Devitt, even Tiger Mask, Dynamite Kid, Jushin Liger, Ultimo Dragon, all these very famous names have held this prestigious title, which only began... Because of the WWF vacating oh. the initial junior heavyweight title. So God, the WWF just did everything, didn't they? They did. So the junior heavyweight title, which everyone gushes over of how great the matches are, and they are, they yeah. are good matches, oh, God, yeah. all began with the WWF. Yeah. So, Ridiculous. Because New Japan basically carried on the lineage by having the last WWF champion uh, be the one to lose in the final of the tournament to the first IWGP champion so the people who say that Kenny Omega will never win a WWE belt he, he has technically he has yeah, yeah. So that, that, is, that is an interesting fact there you go you're very welcome <laughs> so yeah continue the lineage right through and the entire G1 were a best belt performances on the MVP <laughs> oh yeah if I loved gambling I would bet on Kenny Omega. Goodbye and good night. 
Dark matches! Yay! <laughs> so enthusiastic. That sounded so good. It did. Uh, the spoiler defeated Special Delivery Jones, but this spoiler was Don Jardine, who was like the end of his career. He once sold out Madison Square Garden because Madison Square Garden had a ban on masks. Now, the spoiler was a masked wrestler. So, to have this match, he had to do it on masks. So, people came to the to see him without his mask on. Damn. So, he sold out on the basis that people wanted to see his face. See why, what did, it looked like. why did they have bans? A ban on masks? They just did. The actual venue had a ban on masks is it, in is it like matches. terrorism? Possibly, maybe. I, I, I don't know the exact reasoning. No, I've got no answer I, for it. I understand, like... Other people are not wearing masks, but they're wrestlers. Like, they should be allowed. It's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that guy's not a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's being paid to wrestle. Yeah. I think he's going to be all right. <laughs> so, yeah, he sold out. That was against Pedro Morales for the WWF belt. Special Delivery Jones, on the other hand, we've spoke about. Obviously, sounds like a postal service, but I want to distance him from that. Why? I just want to go through a few bits, because he's, he's not a postman, is he? He had a lot more to offer than that. He's either a postman or a basketball player. That's 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 that's, his, that's it. If he's not one of them two, then his gimmick's wrong. <laughs> well, some say that he was pigeonholed. Some say. Yeah. <laughs> See what he did there. As a black wrestler, because he was black. How can you get pigeonholed as a black wrestler if you're a black wrestler? Yeah, I get the pigeonhole part. <laughs> I get the. I get it. He uh, he tried to stamp out racism. Oh, fucking hate you, Lou. Fucking hate you so much. I quit. Oh, I nearly spat my drink all over <laughs> the mic. Come on, I'm just trying to get, you know, special delivery over. Uh, as a wrestler, he always went by the letter of the law. Oh. Fucking hell. Did he always deliver a good match? <laughs> yes, he did. Fucking hell. And uh, according to pretty much everybody, he had a first class attitude. Oh, dear. I quit. <laughs> Come on. Bob Orton is still in the dark matches. This time he's defeating Leaping Lanny Paffo. Paffo. Shut your mouth a second, right? So that all that bullshit you just did was just so you could say loads of puns. Yeah, I, I just want to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, that fuck, fucking hell. Come on, I was laughing as I was Yeah, laughing. right, Bob Orton. Yeah. What's he doing? Bob Orton defeated Leaping Lanny Poffo in a dark match. All right. Don't really say much on them because they both appeared on Saturday Night's main event already. Haku, who is still the Tonga kid, he picked up another win, this time over Moondog Spot. Pedro Morales, who I just mentioned, he's towards the end of his career, was the first Triple Crown winner, which is heavyweight Intercontinental and Tag Team Champion. I thought that was Shawn Michaels. Oh, no, he's Grand Slam. Which was uh, four. That's when they yeah. included the European yeah. as well. So Pedro Morales, he defeated Barrio which we know is Randy Orton's uncle. Oh, yeah. You, you said Barrio like Mario. Barrio! Would that have been a better gimmick? Oh, yeah. Because Mario was popular at the time, 1985. Mario and then they, was just coming oh, to... And then yeah, they could have made Bob Orton Luigi. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Buigi. Buigi. <laughs> Barrio and Luigi. <laughs> We're too good for this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've already got a vessel playing as Mario anyway. Oh, yeah. We have Lou Albano. Yeah, yeah. Love him. So, any of these matches you'd like to see on the main show? Not really. No, me either this week. Normally there's a match and there you think, oh, yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see young Haku, see how he is. What about Special Delivery Jones? Yeah. You love him. Just, he's your favourite wrestler now. He's just, yeah. Change your list. 
<laughs> SD Jones, number one. On a serious note, I know we've already got serious before in this episode. Don't know. It's still early days, but on a serious note, in between the recording of this episode in the earring, so on the 1st of November 1985, Gems of Wrestling favourite, quick draw Rick McGraw, passed away. Oh no. Yeah. His last televised appearance was on the 22nd of October in a losing effort against Roddy Piper. He'd been a guest on Piper's Pit the week before on television, and he basically challenged Roddy Piper saying, you never wrestle, all you do is come out and talk. Yeah, yeah. He has that point. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. It's kind of true. So then the following week, he had a match against Roddy Piper where Roddy Piper destroyed him. So in the match, Roddy Piper absolutely annihilated Rick McGraw. Mm-hmm. And he was stretched out. So the whole story was that Rick McGraw challenged Roddy Piper and Roddy Piper's vicious side came out and he just destroyed him. But unfortunately, he was never seen on TV again because he uh, died. Shit, so kayfabe became... Yeah, that's it. Life imitated art. And wow. he had a heart attack. So WWF could have played into storyline. I was about to ask this. Yeah, yeah. yeah they could have done, but they didn't. But they didn't. They, they just... took the high road with this one. What? Why? They never take the high road. No, never. Ugh. And at this time, they could have, really, they could have got away with doing it, I think. Putting Piper over as this vicious guy. Obviously, they all know that he's a gobshite. And whatnot, but... Yeah, but I think that would have that would have attracted way too much heat, especially in the 80s. Yeah, maybe. He would have got shanked. I think with it being rock and wrestling and all that shit, if it was a couple of years prior, I think they would have gone with it. Because mm. it has happened in the past where wrestlers have died in the ring and the opponent takes credit for it. It's also happened with Eddie Guerrero, to a degree. Yeah. They used his death. Yeah, exactly. Did oh, they did. They exploited yeah. it. Well, yeah. truly. Which, that, that's a, that'd be a good episode. Times where WWF went too far. Yeah. But they should have just... <laughs> Fucking hell. That could be a series. They should have just, <laughs> just called it. Yeah. Mm, but that's yeah. a serious list for a serious day. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep it light. Jim the rest go dark. <laughs> <laughs> After night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, for now, um, I think that'd be dead good. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> Gems of Wrestling Dark episode. <laughs> Sick. Let's put a pin in this shit. <laughs> All I want to say is R.I.P. Quick Draw. Yeah, fair enough. I prepared the horse. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> Opening this Halloween special is the theme of The Exorcist. Did you get that in the background? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Is that must be public domain? No, it was. I thought it was the theme of Halloween. No, no, it was The Exorcist. Was it? Wait, yeah. when was The Exorcist out? Seventy five, six, five, six, eight, 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 nine, ten, <laughs> seventy ten. I don't know. It was before this anyway. But yeah. it was yeah, The Exorcist theme. Oh, I thought it was Halloween theme. We have Scream Gene. Yeah. Bobby Insane Heenan. Who <laughs> is practicing for the pumpkin dunk? He's dressed as Davy Crockett. There you go, that's a gimme for you. Because your challenge this week... Oh, for fuck's sake. I want you to link up every costume to which wrestler was wearing it. Holy balls! I'll allow you two mistakes. Two mistakes? Yeah. What? Are you going to give us the wrestler? Yeah, I can't even think of the fucking name of the wrestlers. I'm going to give you the costume. Let's get started. All right. Robin. Bollocks. <laughs> I remember seeing him. I know who it is, but I can't think of his name. Tarzan. Okay. <laughs> I'm not wasting time here. I know that one. Superman. 
Here's a collective effort. The Three Musketeers. <gasps> Stop a minute. I know who Robin is. I think. <laughs> I think I know who Robin is. Is there a Batman? Julius Caesar. Okay, I know that one. I want you to go through these again. Maybe. What? What? <laughs> Davy Crockett. You just said that and I can't remember who it was. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, okay, I remember that one. Jane. 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 Oh, what's her name now? The Mummy. Zorro. Oh, I think I know that one. I think he's got more than me. He's more observant than you. You're all right. <laughs> Batman. Hercules. Oh, shit. Was that one that one then? Oh, what did you put for Julius Caesar? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, whoa, I'm not whoa. cheating. Um, I know. Yeah, I know mine's right. Uh, oh. Pumpkin. Oh, uh, what? Pumpkin. Yo, I know, I know that one! <laughs> <laughs> I know one! I don't know that one. And finally, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, shit, who was that? Oh. Number three. That was the um, that was the Three Musketeers. Okay, I know who that is now. Then. Hulk Hogan gets his first promo of the show. What? Hulk Hogan getting a promo? Wait, was it? Yes. Was he on the show? Yes. Oh, damn. Incredible. He's going to make sure it's a fair fight tonight. Uh, Andre startles Hogan with a slap to his chest. Did you notice that? I didn't know if some seeds were being set for a year and a half time for WrestleMania. Like, Andre slaps Hogan's chest and he's like, shit, that hurt. Yeah. Did you pick up on that? I did a little bit. I did a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And there's something else later on as well, similar, and I just think, they're setting some seeds there. Yeah. Roddy Piper in costume. Gets a promo with Jesse Ventura, who is dressed normally, which is still quite ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you use normal in like the loosest so, sense ever. So I, I watched this with my housemate, and he said, he was, he was like, this is ridiculous. Why are they all dressed in costumes? I was like, oh, it's Halloween. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, that's how he normally dresses them. <laughs> I was like, Jesse Ventura always looks like that. With like peacock feathers, yeah. which... I was like, it's not, it's not Halloween for him. Oh, no, it's not. Every day it's Halloween for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. His uh, peacock feathers are tickling Roddy Piper's face, and he <laughs> yeah. gets a pretend gun out and shoots it. He's just freaking brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, well, Piper's a bit... I love, I love Piper. Piper's a bit gone again. Do you think? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he, more so than last time, I yeah. think. But Piper's gushing over Ventura's commentary from last week with a cap comment. Not last week, the last episode. Yeah. With the cap comment and these, the yeah, hillbillies. They, they both have the same they have the both, view on it. They were both against the hillbillies getting married. Uh, but they're going to be on Piper's pit later. The hillbillies, all three of them. Ace. Piper says he's going to talk about family planning and it's a chance to humiliate them on national TV. Finally, Mean Gene interviews two newcomers. It's Terry Funk and Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, by the way, what an absolute babe. You don't think? I don't know what you mean. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm completely I, lost. I, here. I thought Jimmy Hart looked really good. I've not seen Jimmy Hart like properly. In his prime. I've seen him now. He looks like a, he's an old man. Yeah. But back then, he looked really cool. Yeah. I thought he looked proper cool. He, well, yeah. I don't know. I, I liked him, man. I was well into him. I thought he looked cool. Yeah. I'm going to ask him for his number. 
<laughs> He's you an wanted, old man you wanted, his, you wanted his jacket, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. It was a good jacket. Fuck, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see Terry Funk again. You know, we yeah. saw him at Shotgun later on in his career. This is probably just past his peak. Yeah, yeah 85 just past his peak. But he's, he's brilliant. It's fantastic. And then we see him like 12 years later, well past his Yeah, world. yeah. <laughs> the thing about, you, I mean, you might want to splice this in if you can find it. Uh, when Cactus Jack, when Terry Funk was the tag team, is the thing in 1998, and then like they lost the championship to New Age Outlaws in that steel cage match. Yeah, the night know, after WrestleMania. Where DX like formed and shit. Yeah. And Cactus Jack came out the next week and did like a little promo. He was talking about like Terry Funk. And he said that people talk about the greatest wrestler in the world and the best wrestler of all time. Everyone backstage will say Terry Funk is the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah. And I was like, wow. that's pretty cool actually. Yeah. And I, I really wish that people could know Terry a little bit more than just what they see in the ring because people will always debate on who the greatest wrestler of all time is, but I guarantee you, you ask every damn last bunch of people in the dressing room, they'll say that Terry Funk is the gutsiest old bastard they've ever seen in their lives. Here he is chewing tobacco. He's got a poncho on and a branded iron. <laughs> Ace. <laughs> and he signs off by spitting tobacco at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a bit gross, but yeah, yeah. that's at the point. Title cards. (laughs) (laughs) Junkyard Dog versus Terry Funk. The camera pans. There's a creepy Hulk Hogan head. Terrifying. It was, wasn't it? It's was awful. Absolutely terrifying. Oh, there was someone dressed up as Mr. Fuji, <laughs> Roddy Piper, King Kong was in there, not Bundy, the actual King Kong. Well, uh, the actual King Kong was there? The actual King Kong was in the crowd. <laughs> he was behind their hard camera, so oh, we didn't get to see him much. <laughs> there was Skeleton, the Coneheads. Do you see the Coneheads? Oh, yeah, nice little reference. Yeah, yeah like callback jokes. That's it, because they were on um, Saturday Night Live, obviously, yeah. to start with, so before they made the film. And they were in the Saturday night's main event crowd. Uh, Vince calls Hogan and Andre the dream team, which is stupid considering... The tag team, the tag team champions are the dream team. Yeah, I must admit, when you were saying about the dream team being the tag team champions, I, was, I got a little bit confused. I was like, but they call Hogan and Andre the dream team. Exactly. Like... Vince uses the word notwithstanding. Did you notice it? After I called it out last, no, last I didn't time. Actually. I totally did. Thank you. Overwhelmed it. Did he say that? Yes, he did. Notwithstanding. Yeah, okay. He's going to say it a lot. Yeah. He runs down the card. We've got Savage versus Tito Santana. Fuck yes. Brilliant. I can't wait. Oh, and a Kung Fu challenge. Oh my oh, God, yeah. I can wait. <laughs> shit. We get footage of Terry Funk beating the hell out of a rig attendant, which is quite dastardly behaviour. Yeah, it looks really bad, actually. Yeah. yeah. This is great, though. I, I mean, love it. And he goes for like a racist gimmick here. I'm just, just, I'm just saying, because the only thing that was black, yeah, dog, black, and like he's a cowboy, like a, you know, he's like, oh, maybe, a deep south, yeah, I don't know, it's subtle if it is, because they didn't, yeah, I don't know, but I know they're heading towards a title match, they do mention that if Terry Funk wins tonight, he may get a title match, which I think is a bit of a spoiler for everyone, (laughs) Terry Funk's probably going to get a title match, (laughs) (laughs) he gets another promo, Jimmy Hart calls it TV tricks, this beating the attendant, 
And Terry Funk says it's nothing compared to what he'll do to Dogmate. Oh. The dog from Fallout 3. See <laughs> <laughs> what you did there. Or actually, he's talking about JYD, obviously. Obviously. Junkyard Dog comes to the ring. He's looking serious. Yeah. Funk comes out. He's on the outside. He's challenging the crowd for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. And Junkyard Dog pulls him in and he just dominates him to start with. So getting over the fact that Junkyard Dog is strong. Yeah. He's the strong of the two if it's going to go down to strength. I noticed that he pulled him over the ropes the same way that um, Funk had when they showed you that segment from before. Oh, yeah. So okay. it was like payback. Yeah. Oh, good. I like that. Junkyard Dog goes after Jimmy Hart and Funk foolishly goes over the top rope to get Dog. Dog catches him and just bounces him on the top rope. Yeah. I think, why would you go over the top rope? Never, you never on. go over the top rope. Never, unless you're seven foot tall. Yeah. Unless you're under the giant, basically. Exactly. If you can touch the apron with both feet whilst going over the top, then you can do it. Yeah. Funk, no. So he bounces him and the crowd are laughing. It's all a... Big hoo-ha. Big hoo-ha. <laughs> Lovely. Terry Funk regroups and he gets his chaps off. The bell officially starts the match. Funk scoops slam, but he misses an elbow. Scoop slam from JYD. Then another one over the top rope. That was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, Scoop slam over to the outside. Terry Funk, he's so good. He'll take bumps like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Funk is disorientated and he rolls around with Jimmy Hart before lining up a punch. Again, like, he doesn't know where he is. He just knows he's grabbed someone and I'm going to punch him. And Oh, no, it's Jimmy Hart. Not quite the same build as Junkyard Dog, is he? <laughs> I love Jimmy Hart. Put £120. £120, yeah. Men- <laughs> make mention of that, don't they? Dog hits his trademark headbutts and another scoop <laughs> slam. Funk is out on his feet before falling over backwards and he's outside again. Funk sells like a fucking he champion, does, doesn't, doesn't he? he? Sounds so like good. an absolute champion, he does. Mm-hmm. Love him. He'll get JYD chance. Funk goes into the crowd... And the security sort of grab him. So I don't know if they know what he's going to do. So he sort of goes up and says, I'm angry with you people. I'm going to swing for you. And the security stop him. It's just brilliant. He gets back in the ring. Jimmy Hart grabs the feet of JYD, who then gives chase. Funk tries to Titanic, but gets back body dropped on the outside. Yeah. It's so a mass brawl, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's good. I like it. Oh, no, it's all right, Max. Mm. Funk takes over with some jabs and a two count. His sleeper is reversed, but Dog relinquishes his sleeper hold as Jimmy Hart is on the apron. He goes after him. He pulls Jimmy Hart in from the outside and he lands like a sack of shit, like head first. Did you see that? Honestly, it looked really bad. It did. Like he landed square on his head. <laughs> and even though he's light, yeah. it's still going to fucking hurt. Yeah. Then Funk hits JYD with a megaphone to the back of the head as the referee is getting Jimmy Hart back out the ring. We get a pinfall, 5 minutes, 16 seconds. Ooh. So Funk has won the match. Is he in line the, for a title match? Win. Yeah, it keeps everyone looking good, doesn't it? Yeah. JYD dominated the match, but Funk was too smart for him. I mean, he does look weak in the fact that he lost by getting hit with a megaphone. Yeah. The megaphones are the hardest things in the world. They're plastic. No, it's just like a foreign object, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's a foreign object, it's going to hurt. So JYD blocks the branding iron, he nails Funk with it, who falls <laughs> right to the outside. JYD nails Jimmy Hart and Funk attempts to pull him out. JYD has hold of his trousers. Would one of you two like to explain what happens next? What? Do you mean the part where Junkyard Dog rips Jimmy Hart's trousers off? Yes. And then goes to brand him? Yes. With a cold 
Branding iron. Yes. Where it looks like he's just trying to anally rape Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? I didn't, put, I didn't think of it that way. It looks like that, though. He's shoving a stick up his ass. Yeah. That's what it looks like. My wife did make a point of saying, well, that iron's not hot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was definitely not. Yeah. No, quite, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, all it did is just massaging his ass yeah. with a fucking pole. He did leave a black mark on his pants, though. Yeah, because it's probably dirty. The, well, that's, I think it is like a stamp, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, yeah. instead of being a brand new ink iron, on it, so it looks like. Oh, it. really? Yeah. yeah, I think. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Bradshaw had that gimmick about 10 years later when he was just in Hawk Bradshaw, and oh, it's fucking stupid then. Oh, God, I remember that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I think that's what they were doing. But you think, if it was a real branding iron, if it was hot, it would melt the material, wouldn't it? It would melt everything. Yeah, and the skin, but no. <laughs> Terry Funk gives him a wedgie as he... <laughs> he pulls him out, then he pulls yanks his him out by his hair, yeah. I noticed as well. By his hair? Yeah, he yanks him out by his hair, and I was like, that is not how you treat a manager. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> and then when he's on the outside, he grabs his pants, and he, I think he's trying to pull him up to emphasise the branding on the pants, but he yeah. just gives him a wedge. You can see his ass is <laughs> fucking great. One last one for luck. Now, come on, Ooh, Good. Old school wedgie. To be a mine, in a way. Squashing the balls now. Ooh, that does not tickle. As it is Halloween, we have uh, three contests between baby faces and heels, which mix in a bit shit, really. The first contest is a pie-eating contest. Oh. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano and King I've got one. I've got, a, I've got a thing. Go on, you stick it down. Macho Man has arrived. He's dressed as blank. Oh. Fucking give it away. Well, the answer's not blank. <laughs> no, but it... No, but the fucking... Okay, all right, all right. I won't oh, say anymore. I won't say anymore. ruined it. He has Elizabeth with him. Basically, all the heels and baby faces are, are, are there supporting their teammate. Thank you for saying her name. <laughs> I to. She's part of the episode. I know. But now I remember the name. So let's just, let's just fucking get on with this. I put Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> are you the only person in the world to confuse Sherry and yeah. Elizabeth? Yeah. Um... As for the contest, it's just chaos, isn't it? Quick cuts, no one's actually counting the pies, they're just... I think, they're basically, I think, they, I think they only get one pie each and just like make a mess of their face. Yeah, it just cuts to everything else and you don't actually see what's going on. Wait, and who, who is it? Who is having a pie-eating contest against? Lou Albano and King Kong Bundy. And that's it, yeah. So Albano wins and he gets a pie in the face. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> He's already covered in pie. Do you mean that a little bit like a cake slap? Like a fucking cake <laughs> Why do they do it every time? I oh. mean, he's already he's covered in pie anyway, so what's one more going to do? And to be fair, his answer to it is, get me another pie. It's like, it's like, when, people, it's like when people are like being in a pool and then someone throws water and they go, oh, don't get me wet. It's like... You're, you're, in, you're in a, a fucking pool. pool. You, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I watched it, I was like, why, why is this a big deal? He's got pie all over him. Yeah. He's and like, he, all and in his... Oh. I, I liked it when he smashed it in his face and he blew up out of it. Yeah. He was like, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. The pies look gross, by the way. The pies did look gross. It was cream, wasn't it? It's cream and chocolate, I guess. Yeah. Probably Hershey's chocolate. It could be oh, Hershey's yeah. chocolate. Let's just fucking move on from this. Piper's Pit with the Hillbillies. Oh. Yeah, but Piper. But Piper, yeah, yeah, to be fair. Who doesn't like Piper? Yeah. We get a bit of footage of the wedding. Piper and Ventura's objection to it. How you doing there, Uncle Elmer? <laughs> How are you, Mrs. Elmer? <laughs> no, every day's Halloween to you folks, huh? 
Know your business. Know your business. That's good. It's good. That's better than Elmer. You do a better Elmer than Elmer. <laughs> Elmer gets hotter Piper when he's like merely describing it. Then we saw you lift the veil and all of a sudden he gets shitty. <laughs> I don't know why. Why did he get shitty? <laughs> it was his actual wedding and they're taking the piss out of it. Yeah, well, Piper's just saying, so when you lifted the veil and we saw the bride and he's like, that's enough. I'm not fucking listening to any more of this. Yeah, why? Why? It's, it's just describing what happened. No, no, because yeah. it'll go back to that comment that... Yeah, well, Elmer's not smart enough to know that that's where the conversation's going. No, he's true, yeah. Yeah, he... Fucking, you don't know what direction a train goes in. <laughs> Retard. <laughs> Fucking Elliot. I don't like him. Jesus. Okay. Oh. I cannot say shit like that. He tells Piper to shut his mouth. What a retard. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Keep things moving. Yeah, it's going Hillbilly Jim wants to know why Piper said those things and Piper deflects it saying it wasn't me it was Ventura. (laughs) Classic, classic Piper. Brilliant. Uh, Jim challenges Ventura to come to the ring. Ventura does. Mm, Not very cowardly in like he doesn't He didn't give a shit. He's like yeah. He's like well up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight away. He isn't scared to say it face to face and the hillbillies want to fight apparently. We get the old duck and push as Orton is crouched behind Junior. <laughs> he eats it. <laughs> Piper pushes it. Oh, he's brilliant. He absolutely eats it. And he stays down for pretty much the rest of the segment. Yeah. Jim nails Orton, but misses Piper. All of a sudden, Jesse is left alone with Jim and Elmer. Mm. No. So the Hytales have left him high and dry. They kind of <laughs> yeah. corner him. Jesse's a bit scared now because he's got a fucking... Shit. A jack- yeah. a jack- <laughs> at this moment, we... he knew he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to grab him, but he gets out for no real reason. He just escapes and they let him go. It's, like, it's basically the hillbilly's fault. Yeah. If you wanted to get him, you could have grabbed yeah, him. Oh, yeah. You know, they're not the fastest people in the world. No, but they could. <laughs> Mentally and physically. <laughs> <laughs> Join it in! Join it in! Yeah, but I I, I didn't get into that word. No, no, you didn't get into the word, that's fine. No. But they do grab his hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, he ruins it. Oh, my oh, God. You know what? The hat. I, I bet Jesse was genuinely pissed off. It's like that costume. Mostly because it like, his dollars. hair looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got a bad hairline. Yes, yeah, yeah, he, he looks terrible. <laughs> So Elmer stomps on Jesse's hat, and I find this hilarious. Like it's actually affecting him. Yeah, and uh, what's he? Uh, the fat one, Elmer. Elmer. <laughs> he, he was shouting to me get the hat as well. Like I'm gonna get you. I'll get you. <laughs> Ugh, get you. Ugh. I was like, what? You're not affecting Jesse. It's not a part of his body. It's a hat. And then he calls Junior over. He's saying, Junior, stop that hat. <laughs> 
fucking why? Why? <laughs> fucking hell. And yeah, Junior doesn't, and the segment just kind of ends. Yeah, it does. Oh, I, I found it hilarious though. It was so funny. Stop that hat. We're into the second contest now. It's Pumpkin Dunk. Which one of you was Dunk? You was Dunk, wasn't I it? I was Dunk. Rusty was no. Dunk. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, he was Dunk. Liz is back with Macho, supporting Bobby Heenan. JYD arrives after his match. He's a little bit happier than he was losing that match. Mm. He says Junior is his main man, as Junior's the one in the contest. The heel's cheap, but they're not called out on it. You can see Bobby Heenan kind of using his hand to pick up the, yeah. the pumpkins. Ah, fine with it. The heels they're supposed to. Macho is excited as he counts every single pumpkin. He's so over the top and it's brilliant. <laughs> I love Macho Man. <laughs> it's I fucking great. love him. Liz's cleavage is out. It's like, this is 1985. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Even for a classy, like, first lady of wrestling, she uses Halloween as an excuse to get slutty. Yeah, well, it's women, isn't it? Yep. Oh, and by the way, Bobby Heenan wins, so we're tied at one all heels and baby faces. Halloween is the one of year that you get to be whatever you want to be. And when you see these girls dressed as sexy cops, nurses, animals, I don't know. It's not that they're really such a huge fan of cops and nurses and animals. It's that they just want to be a slut for Halloween. Hogan and Andre versus Bundy and Stud. This is the big one. <laughs> the big one. Literally, the yeah. Big. Yeah. It's like encapsulates the... WWF at that time. Yeah. Oh, of course it does, Big yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. That's a perfect the, way to put it. The biggest guys. Yeah. Heenan is clean and he's changed from the pumpkin dunk. He has nothing major to say, but, you know, he's got a promo for the sake of it because that's what they do on Saturday Night's Main Event. Yeah. Albano, Hogan and Andre get a promo as the heels make their way to the ring. Ooh. Why is Lou Albano there? Is he their manager? He's not Hogan's manager and he's not Andre's manager. So when they get together... Why is he their manager? I guess he had nothing else to do. Hogan calls Andre the 8th, 9th and 10th wonder of the world. Andre cuts Hogan off again and tells him it's time to wrestle. So they go to the ring. Uh, Andre, can't really, can't really understand what he's saying. <laughs> no, no, he's French accent. I don't me. <laughs> Would you like a peanut? Sam. You have a great gift for Ryan. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Enough of that! Is it? Are the rocks ahead? If they are, we all be dead! No more rhymes now, I mean it! Anybody want to feel it? Yeah! Alright, my Andre is not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny though. Oh dear. Good film. Good film. <laughs> Hogan is going for the mayonnaise on a hot dog look this week. <laughs> <laughs> he's very brown he's very brown he's very brown with his white trunks and boots yeah. just a little mustard on top ah love it Andre is in red Hogan hits a high knee but he can't slam Bundy Vince refers to Andre as the big boss man did you notice that Ooh, I don't oh, no. know this that so obviously that name is now in Vince's head and he's going to use it at yeah. a later date when... he probably did he probably watched that back and go oh big boss man I like that yeah. what can I do with that yeah write yeah. it down I think Andre famously called his friends boss he called everybody boss he if did, he got yeah. along with them he's like yeah okay boss elbow to Bundy and head to the buckle Andre comes in he chokes Bundy with his own straps again yeah. oh my fucking god yeah. what the fuck was that oh, the ref's doing nothing oh angered me so much you and Ventura he points out Jose Ventura's furious about honestly, that honestly I'm sick of 
the faces doing heelish shit mm. and getting away with it. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, the faces. It, it's, it's just stupid, though. I don't... Yeah, I don't get it. Surely, you think wrestling's quite cut and dry. Good, good guys do good things, bad guys do bad things, but no. Yeah, it's just... Not Hogan, Andre. Hogan's <laughs> back in, he hits an axe handle and stud slugs Hogan. It's not, a, not the best axe handle in the world, was it? No, no. no bit, you can say that about a lot of Hogan's things. Yeah. Stud tags in, Ventura challenges the Hillbillies if NBC will allow him on the next Saturday night's main event. So, are we, are we going to get to see it? Jesse in action. Yeah. Yes, we are. Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So, of course, Jesse was a wrestler and he was, he was yeah. quite well re- regarded. He was a very good wrestler, but he suffered a lot of injuries and he had to retire early. But obviously, as you can see, he maintained his body. And well, apparently, he's, he's the body. He, he is the body, yeah, that's, that's true. So he managed to stay in good shape for occasions like this where he felt he could wrestle, and he did. Six-man tag on the next Saturday night's main event. Ace. Oh, my God. Who is he tagging with? It's Piper and Orton, oh. I assume, yeah. Hogan hits a back suplex into a kind of lay-down. It's like he went for an atomic drop, yeah. but just kind of laid him down. <laughs> it, it looks like he went, he's like, I'm going to go for a, a back suplex. Oh, I'm going to go for an atomic drop. I can't decide. <laughs> so he just laid him back it, down. Go on, go away. Go to sleep. <laughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Andre in with a chop. Andre smashes the ref as he swings backwards. Oh, that looked good. I, I think the referee was punched. It, like, yeah. Because they never normally get a, another referee to like replace him. Like a, yeah. Like straight away. They got him in. Straight, another referee came out straight away to replace it. Because it was a proper swing, wasn't it? He yeah. really did swing back and he clocked yeah. that you ref know, in the face. Under the Giant's hands are fucking massive. Yeah, and he didn't look either. Like, no. Obviously, it was a planned spot, yeah. but he didn't look to see where the ref was. He just, like, the ref's going to be there. Whack. Swing back and, oh, he took him out. Brilliant. A brawl ensues. The faces clear the ring and it looks like it could all be over. We cut to an ad break. Although another referee's already come in, so yeah. it kind of spoils the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't over. The substitute ref takes over. Stud and Andre are in the ring. We get a bear hug and chokes from Andre. Clothesline from Hogan. A big boot from Andre. It goes over the... He goes. And Stud goes over the top rope. Bundy comes in and Titanics. Andre gets tangled in the ropes facing outwards, which is quite a unique thing. I've never seen that before. Oh, I've seen yeah. him quite often get tangled in the ropes. He liked to do that a lot. Yeah. But he was climbing over the rope to the outside. Bundy hits him and then he got tangled. So he yeah. was facing the crowd. Yeah. But tangled in the rope. So I was fine with that. Their heels absolutely dominate him. Stud pulls Hogan's legs. Hogan falls to the mat and Bundy does a, a big splash on him, basically taking him out. So it's two on one. Mm-hmm. Then they start laying into Andre, who's still tangled in the ropes. They just double team him until the ref throws the match out as a DQ, eight minutes. Hogan hulks up and he big boots Bundy out the ring. Stud bails after Andre holds him up. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> he didn't get him up in the air, did no, he? No, he pulled out a gun and like, <laughs> <laughs> held, him, held him up. <laughs> Brilliant. Hogan hits a clothesline and that's it. The heels disappear. It was <laughs> yeah. such a non-match. It was just yeah. nothing, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Andre didn't get enough. He wants more. The fans, like quite rightly, you pointed out, yeah. can't understand what he's really saying. No. Oh, I, I thought you could understand him pretty well. Uh, yeah. uh, we're more, more. Big booming <laughs> voice. Yeah, but they're not reacting to him, are they? No. There's no reaction to what he's saying. They're just kind of like... Mm? Mm? I like how the crowd are going mad for it, though, because Hulk Hogan and Andre won. Yeah. 
by DQ. By, by DQ, DQ yeah. yeah. It's like fucking Lex Luger when he fucking won. Oh, for fuck's sake. When Lex yeah. Luger won the, well, won the match against Yokozuna, but didn't win the championship. Yeah. But celebrated like he did. Beaten by count out, but yeah. all the wrestlers come out to celebrate with him. They're hoisting him on his shoulders. But Luger's like, yeah. Balloons everywhere. Happy Yokozuna. Have an intercontinental title match. Whoop, whoop. Macho Man. Yeah. Challenges Tito Santana. He gets. He gets. Macho gets a promo, and Gene asks him why a woman manager. And Randy states that the kind of man who would ask that question is either blind or stupid. That didn't come out right. Either a blind man or a stupid man. Which one are you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. It's fine. So during this whole promo, Macho Man's tongue is the longest tongue I've ever seen. He put. He, he puts out like a frog. He just goes bleh. Does <laughs> like, he? Go, bleh. <laughs> and it's so long. And it goes like down to his fucking chin. I didn't That's pick up on that. And, I, and, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking Elizabeth is in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I was hooked on his tongue. Gene says to Macho that it's quite unusual for somebody to get a tile shot this quick. What, what about Sant- they What about Santino Morella? What, oh, he, he won the Intercontinental on his first ever match. Against Umaga. Oh, it makes me cringe. Do you remember that? When Vince was like... The Milan Miracle. Because Umaga had not been beaten. And they were like... Vince was like, oh, anyone, no one could beat him. Anyone, even anyone in the crowds. And then Santino like, was like, I want you to get in and fight Umaga. There's some random guy in the, in the ring who was built like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> a very then, small wrestler. And then Bobby Lashley came out, speared him a few times. And then Santino pinned him for the belt. fuck's sake. So Umaga's first loss. Fuck Santino. <laughs> <laughs> was the Santino Morella? Yeah, there you go. Why do they do that? They ruin it on people. Do, you yeah. get a good streak going, they ruin it. Macho is in his classic get-up. He's got a headband, sunglasses, the Macho robes, purple trunks with stars on. He looks yeah. so good. He looks yeah. so out of his time. Yeah, he is a, yeah he's like he's ahead of his time. Definitely, he's massive, isn't he? I love him. Yeah, he's so good, so good. Jesse calls Tito Chico. <laughs> A lot. More than once, yeah. I know, I know what you're going to splice in there. Chico, Chico time! time. Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. But, but you will know. But now you are. Maybe. I don't know if I want to give Chico any kind of publicity. <laughs> Savage avoids a brawl and Ventura points out that punching is illegal. And Randy saw Santana with a closed fist and rightly got out of the way of it. I just love how Jesse can defend anything. Like Randy's cowering from yeah. throwing up fists and yeah. So, yes, it's a closed fist. It's illegal. He should get out of the way of it. You just been shocked there, Oliver, that punching was illegal. It is illegal. It is technically illegal in wrestling. It is, yeah. Closed close, fist. Closed fist. Like a proper closed fist. But yeah. it's, it's one of them rules that make it seem like a real sport. Because they all have closed fists yeah. all the time. Like, yeah. you know, when, yeah. when you see Austin punch someone. Yeah. But it's like you know, one of them rules that make it seem okay. real. Yeah. Okay. Savage is very aggressive and a little bit savage. <laughs> oh, we did that. They reverse each other's hip toss attempts and Tito misses an elbow. It's good. Honestly, right, I was so into this. It's, I quite enjoyed it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the best match we've ever seen on this podcast so far. Really? Yeah. Better than Brett and Mankind? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought it was. I thought the match was fucking fantastic. It, it was a good match, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. We get an axe handle off the second rope from Randy Savage. He gets a two count and straight to a rear chin lock. It looked a bit poor. 
that axe handle. I think I think, honest, went, I think I, I think it went wrong. Either either Tito is meant to stay on the floor or he's meant to go up quicker. And Macho Man sort of had to improvise and do yeah. like a weird one off the second rope. I yeah. think the second rope stuff never looks No, it doesn't, does it? No, it doesn't. It's like you're the same height as them, you guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're not, you've not really got enough elevation for no. it to really make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. He transitions into a double wrist lock, which what the hell that is, I have no idea. And down into a headlock with a hint of a hair pull. Ooh. Scoop slam, but Macho misses an axe handle, and Santana knee lifts and stomps the face of Randy. Few punches and a scoop slam from Tito. I know it's a little sombrero on Tito's trunks because <laughs> he's Mexican. So <laughs> just to remind you, just to remind you, he is Mexican. <laughs> it's a sombrero. Savage bails and Santana follows him. Gives chase in and out of the ring, so they're just in. Tito gets in. Randy goes out. It looks Santana great. Out. It looks great. It's just cat and mouse. It's brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Randy's so good. Savage catches Santana with a right hand on the outside and then goes for a pile driver. Savage hits a knee lift and it's a double count out at just four minutes and eight seconds. Quite a short match. A good match. Yeah, it was a bit of a disappointing end. Yeah, like we said about the Bretton Mankind, that was a DQ. This is a double count out. I was fine with it though, because they were brawling. Yeah, Mm. I think it didn't make Savage look weak. They both look strong. Yeah, they both look strong. Tito manages to retain the belt because he can't really... Yeah, he can't lose the match on his first, first match. match. Yeah. Unless, you know, you're yeah. a... Fair point. Morale, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It continues it, saying Savage could have maybe got the win. We don't know who's the better man, so in the future we may get another match between them. <sighs> we can get to see the elbow. I would see the elbow. Yeah. I, yeah, to be honest, I was waiting to see the elbow. I the elbow. Well, well, elbow. I'm sure we'll get to it some Plus, point. everyone else's elbows to shame. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't do it on the chest. It's across the fucking throat area. Yeah. It's like that, like the top of the chest throat area. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's good. Uh, Savage leaves, and that's the end of it. A quick question: If this isn't enough, Randy Savage for your liking, which it's sounding like it's not. Before the next Saturday night's main event, there is the first official WWF pay per view. Oh, the Wrestling Classic. Oh. The Wrestling Classic is a one-night tournament to crown the winner of the Wrestling Classic. Like a king of the ring. Like a king of the ring, but it is a full 16 to 1. So there are 16 wrestlers starting the the tournament right down to one in one night. Is this why the thing was called the Cruiserweight Classic then? Possibly. It's like a tribute to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the same sort of idea, wasn't it? Yeah, sixteen to one. Oh, that was thirty-two to one, wasn't it? It yeah. was two brackets of sixteen. But this is one bracket, sixteen to one. We get to see plenty of Macho Man if we so choose to watch this. I watch I'll it for that. I watch anything for Macho Man. Yeah. Next episode of this series will be the Wrestling Classic. Oh, throw a little curveball in the middle of the so, series. So we're doing the pay per view as well. All right, fans. First annual WWF Wrestling Classic seen only on these cable systems with pay-per-view capability this Thursday night from Chicago and a suburban Rosemont Horizon. What a card. A title defense for Hulk Hogan, heavyweight champion of the world, 16 of the finest in the World Wrestling Federation, the elite in an elimination tournament, including... Mr. Fuji is doing a poo face, first of all. <laughs> Knuckles in his head and he's warming up for his Kung Fu challenge. Yeah. He's a poo face. Yeah, he's a poo face. Yeah. Well, my housemate asked if he was doing a poo. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, yeah. There you go. 
Uh, Steamboat is breaking wooden boards, so it's kind of chalk and cheese of how they're well, preparing. He breaks two boards. He does break two boards. He doesn't break the third one, does he? No. He just hits the guy in the fucking hand. Does he? Yeah. And then he just drops it. Yeah. <laughs> he's smashing the guy in the hand. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Throw on the floor. I mean, is this racist? Because Mr. Fuji's not a karate guy. No. Uh, Steamboat is not a karate guy. No. Yeah. Well, he's kind of presented as a karate guy. Yeah, but it's just because they're two Asians. You know what? The you, you know, WWE just done it because they're Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the eighties. Yeah, and you can get away with doing shit like that. Yeah, yeah that is true. Uh, mean Gene sends us over to Roddy Piper's. Oh, scream Gene. Sorry, <laughs> Scream Gene sends us over to Roddy Piper's house. In reality, do we know whose house this is? Is it someone's actual house? Someone's actual house. Fucking hell! Have a guess whose house. Vince this McMahon's. Is. Vince McMahon's house. <laughs> nice house. A very nice house. Yeah. Piper is listening to bagpipe music, and there's an <laughs> emphasis on Roddy's house being a rented American home, because he's a dirty foreigner. <laughs> he's not. He, well, he's Canadian, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, but they try and make out he's from Scotland, and he rents this home in America. Like, yeah. it's a bad thing. <laughs> um, where are we at? Piper is crazed right from the off, isn't he? He's yeah. so good right from the beginning. He's mildly racist, too, when Vince you know, mentions... <laughs> yeah. Native, but, yeah, he says, yeah. Uh, you're native Scotland. And he goes, I'm not a native. And gets a stick and puts it under his nose, like then throws it like a yeah, spear, yeah, yeah. Spear. and then he starts speaking like an African native accent. Yeah, he's an ogre bugger. Yeah, mm. it does. Yeah. Won't get away with that now. Oh, okay. no, you wouldn't. Liam loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this whole segment. Yeah, not, nothing's gonna erase his own. Oh, okay. He wraps bowling balls and puts sticks in them so they look like giant candy apples, as he calls them. <laughs> what a douchebag. So no, I fucking love it. <laughs> he wraps bricks in tinfoil so they look like chocolate bars, <laughs> like giant Kit Kats. Yeah. Uh, he loses it at the thought of the doorbell. Uh, he's just a maniac, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's so weird. He's, yeah. he's so deranged. And weird, but it's amazing. Great. Uh, he justifies it as being trick or treat. He like because he's really yeah. ranting and ranting. And he sort of slows down. And he goes because it's trick or treat. <laughs> Basically, I can do what I want because yeah. that's the name of the game. It's trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. In Scotland, it's trick or treat. I can do whatever I want. I can wrap my little chocolate boys like I want to. I put them there like that for the next little child that's coming along. I can wrap my candy apples. I can do whatever I want to because it's trick. Or treat. If they bother me once, they don't bother me twice. He says, if they bother me once, they won't bother me twice. Which is not true, because these kids were here last year, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they do say they've come back. As the doorbell rings, Piper invites the kids in. Mm. There's a mini Hulk Hogan, who Piper banters with, saying he's got the same size of hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a girl with a sparkly wig on, which covers her face. See ya. Oh, you don't know who Sia is? Who's Sia? That singer. Oh, for God's sake. Maloko. Too modern for my life. Right? <laughs> right. Definitely too modern for this segment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you know why? Why she got this on? Why the covering her face? 
I think it was something to do with not having the rights to show a child's face. She didn't give the... She shows it later on. Yeah, she does. She takes it off when she goes outside, doesn't she? Okay, okay. We'll we'll come back to that in just a minute. Oh. (laughs) Is it someone we know? Piper breaks the... Oh, my God, is it? Piper breaks the bags on purpose. (laughs) Steals all the candy. Pushes the candy apples through and steals the candy. Oh, I fucking love it. I like how he struggles to get the bowling ball on and he just fucking rams it through. (laughs) (laughs) Like, chucking all the sweets on his kill. Yeah, Yeah, what's that about? And considering it's Vince McMahon's house, like, I mean, I'm guessing it's not a real bowling ball. No. But the the image of him having a bowling ball and slamming it as hard (laughs) down as he can through, like, cracking the floor. (laughs) What would Vince say? I mean, why is he hiding in the... Damn it, Cloudy! <laughs> God damn them tiles, Cosmic! <laughs> Sorry, it. I felt like we needed to just throw that in there because Rusty's refusing to do I'm it. I'm not doing it. Why? Why did you leave it to me to do it? <laughs> yeah, why is Why is Piper hiding the sweets under his kilt? Where's he hiding that? Where's that? Where's is he, he hiding that? Has he got a pocket in there? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, isn't yeah, it? Because well, he's going to stand up and it's just going to be on the floor. Yeah, where he left it. <laughs> But he's stealing the sweets, and I'm fine with that. It gives him some sweets out of a bowl, though, to pay him back. Doesn't candy it? corn. Candy corn. Know. Is yeah. that what it Nobody is? Nobody likes candy. No, corn. that's that's the that's the joke. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah, candy yeah. corn's like the if you as in America, if you get candy corn, it's like ugh. Sir, we need to find some more candy corns. We're all out up front. Oh, uh, there's a whole pallet in back. <laughs> Thank you. Piper sends them out. He gets rid of them. He's basically had enough of them. He's like, get out, get yeah. out. We got it this pulled time. it off. It took a year's worth of time. It's gonna work. It's like, I doubt they've been working <laughs> on it for a year. These little masterminds. These little geniuses. Then the mini Hogan reveals... I hope Mr. Piper likes his chocolate-covered red pepper. <laughs> oh. Oh. And as you both rightly pointed out, the girl with the sparkly wig that was covering her face is now... Her who face is, is revealed. Who is it? Can neither of you guess who it is? No, just tell I'm, us. I'm, I'm going to ask a question right now. Yeah. Was she black? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if she was black or white. No, she was not black. She was She was white. white yeah. Was it Stephanie McMahon? I was about to say that. I was going to say, was it Stephanie McMahon? This was the TV debut of Stephanie McMahon. Oh, wow. oh good. Good, yeah. good. Good job it wasn't Macho Man's house. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God, I nearly say. mentioned that early when we were talking about Macho Man. And I was like, no, I won't say anything. I'm, pl- I'm glad you didn't. But then again, I'm also glad you did. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that goes back to your challenge, doesn't it? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That was a debut. I'm going to have to watch that again now, see if I can recognise her face. Yeah. I saw, watching it, I couldn't, I wouldn't have known. Well, I thought if... she was black. <laughs> <laughs> so what? It says how much she's paying attention. Yeah. Uh, Piper is throwing plant water down his throat. <laughs> Stupid kids. He's shouting. It's all quite over the top. Slapstick, isn't it? You know? Yeah. But it's just the way it should be. Yeah. Exactly. It is yeah. exactly how bit it should ha- be. Bit of Halloween fun. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Trick or treat, Ronnie! I was about to say though, I've never seen Vince look happier than he did in that fucking segment. He did, didn't he? He was so happy! (laughs) He was so happy! He couldn't wait to get his line out, could he? No, he loved it. He was like looking off screen and looking at Piper. Trick or treat, Roddy! Oh, fuck's sake. He loved it, didn't he? He did. It was cringeworthy, but the whole segment was great. I liked it. Hogan gets a promo. What? Again? He calls, really? He calls Vince Vicious Vince. 
He says those kids give him faith in all the Hulkamaniacs. Okay, just nonsense. We don't need to know that. <laughs> Fuji is breaking bricks, naming them Steamboat's body parts. Oh, yeah. Steamboat leg. <laughs> Snap. And then, yeah, his rib. Snap. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, we have an ad break. If there's a black entertainment network, shouldn't there be a white entertainment network? Do you say sort of racist stuff but stop short of saying the N-word? Enjoy the refreshing taste of diet racism. The same sweet ignorance of regular racism, but with none of the guilt or self-awareness. You know I'm not racist, but I would never date an Asian guy. Diet racism. Because you're afraid of blacks and Latinos, but you'd never say that out loud. It's the perfect beverage for people who don't directly contribute to oppression, but have strong opinions about how other cultures should handle it. Stopping Chris shouldn't be a problem if you got nothing to hide. For that busy, on-the-go professional who doesn't have the strength to admit he's been given at least a slight advantage by being born white. The Irish were persecuted too, you know. For the stay-at-home mom who hates affirmative action because she doesn't remember that black kids had to be escorted to school by the army. My kids would have a way easier time getting into college if they were minorities. <laughs> Diet racism. Because you just don't get it. The official beverage of the Washington Redskins. When we come back from the ads, Ricky Steamboat has a promo. But we get a flashback to Morocco and Fuji doing like a banana, a banana, <laughs> and throwing him over the top rope. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they hang him. It looks really bad. He's like spitting up and yeah. it's great. Keeping all of this in mind, Ricky Steamboat, what will be different in your match tonight? Well, Gene, you know in the past, those men, Fuji Morocco, have only felt the physical person of Ricky Steamboat. But tonight, Fuji, you are going to feel your only fear, the dragon. The dragon. You remember that, Fuji? I see you out there. The dragon! I've said enough. Have you? Have the you dragon. really? The dragon. <laughs> Fucking shit. Man, man, a few words. Well, he's garbage, I think. On, on the mic, I think he's seen those garbage. In the ring, he's one of the best ever. On the mic, shit. Racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> It's now time for the Kung Fu Challenge. Oh. We don't know the rules, and Vinch just says that they will be a little different. You know what the problem is? We don't know the rules. And there's no way we're going to figure this out until we figure out what the rules are. What are the rules? Oh, Christ, I'm singing again. What are the rules? When you've just turned black and you can't switch back, well, you got to go and find out the rules. They don't establish any rules, do they? No, they don't. Chops and elbows from the dragon and a kick to the back of the head. Ventura brilliantly disses the babyface, saying, I'm not up on my karate. I don't know if his form is truly that good. <laughs> yes. I am going to say, though, this is not an official karate match. Is it you, not? You would not see this in the Olympics. Would you not? What? <laughs> I, wanted to, I was going to watch the next Olympics to see. Olympics karate is so much better than the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a Kung Fu challenge, to be fair. Oh, uh, Kung Fu, yeah, okay. <laughs> Again, we don't know what it, what the meaning of it is. Did, did the Karate Kid come out this year? Might have done. Possibly. It was, it was like a... Yeah, yeah so from... maybe it's like a Karate Kid. Like Fuck's yeah. Everyone was into Karate for the 80s, wasn't they? Yeah. Oh, God. Low blow from Fuji. Although Vince calls it a kick to the thigh. It was a low blow. It was like a kick to the dick to me. Dick kick. <laughs> dick kick. <laughs> I love the dick kicks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, dear. We get a hard chop from Fuji. He's just punching kicks for a little while until Fuji locks locks the jaw and, like, does a nerve grip into a... Oh, it's going to call it a hip toss, but yeah. it's like a jaw toss. Yeah, it is weird. The only thing that would have made this worse is if he did the noises. Like a karate noises. <laughs> that would have been ridiculous. That would have been. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah. I'm surprised Vincent go, do some karate noises. It's like, <laughs> yeah, sell it sell to the crowd. Food's <laughs> like, Vincent, this is a bit racist. He's like, nah, fucking do it. God damn it, do it. That means the 80s. You can get away with it. In 20 years' time, maybe not. <laughs> Jeez. Jesse claims the old masters usually teach the young books where it's at. Too sweet. You can't delete us. We're permanent. We're the forever young books. Mm-hmm. Now go ahead and put this crap on. Okay. I bet the young books fans are not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse don't get a super kick pies, does he? No. Dragon reverses a suplex, hits a missile drop kick, and gets a pinfall at three minutes and sixteen seconds. Yeah, karate matches don't end in pinfall. <laughs> do, they, do they not? <laughs> no, not really. I thought they did. No. Morocco comes in and spits red mist in the eyes of Steamboat. It looked really good. That yeah. did look good. Uh, double team occurs. The heels just decide to leave. I was waiting for Hulk Hogan to come out. You, didn't, you know, <laughs> someone's getting beat up. Hulk Hogan comes out. You know, make the save. Yeah. You know, make sure his theme song plays at the end. We get a final. It was like a Halloween contest. Whatever. It was a pumpkin pass. It's the decider. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin pass. It's one all. Between the heels and the baby faces. So Jean uses Liz as a demonstrator to basically just rub up on her. Yeah. Just rubbing up against her. She's pretty hot. Mm. She's in she, Liz. She was a very attractive lady, yes. Smash her. (laughs) (laughs) Albano is explaining what to do to nobody. Did you see that? He's in the line and he's going, yeah, yeah, we've got to do this. And no one is listening to him whatsoever. (laughs) He's still just chatting away. JYD passes to Tito. Tito passes, covered with his cape. Yeah. You notice that he's covering it with a cape. He passes it to Junior. Junior passes to Jim. Jim to Lou. And it's dropped before it gets to Hulk Hogan. I think Hulk Hogan basically said, I'm involved in this shit, brother. And uh, you do a better Hulk Hogan than me. I'll, I'll come back to you. Okay. I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do a Hulk Hogan next week. Okay. <laughs> so that's it. That's what we are. How many, how many passes was that? I don't fucking know. I didn't even count. It was just, it was just nonsense. But they were, they were definitely cheating, weren't they? They're yeah. covering it with the capes. The heels pointed out, but nothing gets done about it. Of course it. not. Roddy gets a big intro. Like, he's arrived. Yeah. Entry. Super Rod has arrived. Roddy Bundy passes to Volkov. Volkov to Sheik. To Roddy. All cape covering again. But these are the heels they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to cheat. Piper can't pass it to Liz. It falls on the floor. Piper and Savage both blame Liz and Savage is berating her. Brilliant standard Savage, you know. Yeah. She's my manager, but I'm going to treat her like dirt. Savage then slams the pumpkin on the floor just for extra emphasis on how pissed off he is. Babyfaces win 2-1. to one. I don't know. I think it was 5-4 or 4-3 in the I think it was 5-4, pass. yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. But overall, on games, it's 2-1 to the Babyfaces so we can all go home happy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse calls Jean... I'm going to tell you after the uh, okay. after, after the end of this contest. Then he challenges the Hillbillies for the next Saturday night's main event and signs off with Ain't I Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jesse. Love it. Ad break and Vince comes back to finally sign the show off for good. So, challenge. I, have, I need a question about the challenge. Yes. I want you to go through all the 
costumes again. Okay. Ollie can if you want, Ollie. Yeah, Ollie. first off, who was Bundy's tag partner for the night? Big John Stud. Thank you. It's just to film the last slot. Let's find out. Let's find out who our MVPs are first. Yeah, and okay. Then we'll do the challenge. Uh, who wants to start? I will start. Rusty. Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Any explanation or? It's Macho Man Randy Savage. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. No gimmicks needed? See, I was going to say Macho Man. Because <laughs> if you say Macho Man as well, it's going to be completely moot point alike. Yeah. Okay. So who are you saying? Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have gone differently. I've what? gone for Roddy Piper. That's, oh, yeah. oh, that's a fair shout. The Halloween segment. Everything he did was just good. Actually, yeah, yeah he was gold. Yeah. So I, and he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, so I'd, I'd like to get him in. What? Point. He's not in, but Fake Diesel is. <laughs> yes. And Paul Bearer. Exactly. And we nearly had Moolah. No, we have got Moolah. Oh, we have got Moolah. Yeah. And Todd Pengill. <laughs> Todd Pengill, for fuck's sake. I've ruined this list. You have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hall of Fame's a joke. There's <laughs> like one actual wrestler in it, or two Chris Jericho and man- Mankind. Jake? Yeah. Rocky my beer. But the thing is, Jake and Rocky are in for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. But Rocky because he was in it for five seconds. Yeah, in a cameo. You can barely see him. <laughs> anyway, we've got so, our MVP. So if yeah. either of you two win, Macho Man's in the Hall of Fame. Maybe adding a little bit more credibility to it. I, I might win. Ooh. Well, I think, I, think I've got, I think I've done a pretty good fucking list now. If you don't. So you get two mistakes. Let's run through them. Right there. Robin. Ivan Volkov. This is going to be great. <laughs> I put Tito. The correct answer, I'm going to give it to, no gimmicks needed, it was Nikolai Volkov, oh, but you put Volkov, yeah. it was not Tito Santana. I've got two wrong then. Okay. You know you've got two wrong, that's, that's do, pressure yeah. is on. I've got two the wrong way round. Who's the next? Tarzan? Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man. Correct, Macho Man Randy Savage. Superman? Who have you put? Piper. Yeah, Piper. A.K.A. Super Rod. Yeah, love it. Can I change my MVP, actually, to Rowdy? No, it's too late now. It's too <laughs> late. Right, you've got three musketeers. Hillbillies. Yeah, Jim Elman Jr. Correct, yeah. Well, the only one that made sense. Yeah, because there's three. Three of them, yeah. I've, I've actually put the hillbillies and then put them all separately as well. Ooh. I just put hillbillies. Bonus point. Not really. No <laughs> bonus points. No Damn. Bonus points. Uh, Caesar. Oh, Albano. Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, I also put Lou Albano right you, there. Did you put him up? Did you put him straight away though? I didn't know. I put him later on in the, in the night. Okay. Davy Crockett. Heenan. Heenan. Correct. I'm six for six so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's going well for you, Jane. Liz. Yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Sherry? <laughs> I changed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct, Miss Elizabeth. This is one I'm not. Entirely sure. On what, that. the mummy? Yeah. Who have you put? <laughs> oh, good, I put JYD as well. <laughs> JYD, yes. I actually changed Although, it halfway through. That was a good Rick Steiner impression. It was a good <laughs> Zorro? Tito. Yeah, see, that's one I've got wrong. Tito Santana. I Nikolai for that. I should have been, that was fucking stupid. Zorro, like a well, Hispanic Well, and hero. also because of who Batman was. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, see, I, was, I, was, I made a mistake. Batman is next. Who are you Sheik. from? Sheik. Sheik. Correct. Fuck, Holly's going to win this now. I've got, there's three left. There's three left. You've won. And I know I've got the next one right. Hercules. Hogan. Correct. Oh my God. 
Pumpkin? I put stud because I didn't know wrong. who it was. Mean Gene. Mean Gene. Oh. Please get this one wrong. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Who'd you put? Bundy. Fuck! King Kong Bundy. get it. Mr. No Gimmicks Needed. I, I made a mistake. I was so stupid. Why didn't I think fucking Batman and fucking Bol- Nikolai they're together? Oh, Batman, Nikolai. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Do you know what? I put Russian. I put Russian guy because I couldn't remember who it was at first. Oh, you, you did put Ivan Volkov. It's that famous. So. It's that famous comic though. Batman and Volkov. Batman and Volkov. <laughs> 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 I was one two weeks in a row. Yes, <sighs> Mr. No Gimmicks Needed for the second week in a row has won the challenge and he's going to induct his MVP into the Hall of Fame. My MVP for this episode is Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah! Up there. Oh yeah! Up, up there with prestigious names such as Moolah. Oh yeah! Just before we go into the analysis, yes, Jesse called Gene the Ugly Pumpkin. Well, obviously that would have give away who he yeah. was dressed as. The Ugly Pumpkin. I like it. It's funny. So to summarise, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed more of it than not enjoyed it. It's probably the best one we've seen at the Saturday Night Main event. I completely agree. You know, the... The, the wrestling again was a bit hit and you know, Macho Man was great. You know, that match was brilliant. Piper was brilliant. Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was all right. Mean Gene was quite funny. Yeah. I like Mean Gene. All, think, the, all the segments were yeah, pretty spot you know, They had the moments, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I was quite happy. It was a fun show to yeah. me. It was like it was a Halloween show. Yeah, it, it was yeah. just a little bit lighthearted. Yeah, it good. Just, it worked. So we all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I love the fl- flashback footage. You know, the dragon getting choked. Like, yeah. I don't know anywhere else where we would have ever seen that footage. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. I'm glad we got that in there. Yeah, some ridiculous bits. Fuji's poo face. <laughs> <laughs> Steamboat's promo. I thought was shit. Yeah, the dragon. Dragon. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she dresses Batman and Uncle Elmer. They both got a chuckle out of me. Like she, because Batman was just funny. Yeah. It looked hilarious. I did you notice he had an S? Yeah, yeah. Of a B. The hillbilly continuity keeps them at the forefront. So they were in the last episode. They're in this one, and they're going to be in the, the next, next one. So they're basically at this. Seasons, nation of domination, nation of domination. Yeah. Oh my god. True. Yeah. True. Our three episodes have been in two so far, and they're gonna stick around for a bit longer. There we go. Jeez, but they, they are shit. I think Hillbilly Jim's a decent wrestler. I love Hillbilly Jim. He's all right, but the other two are just. Not. I like the little one. He's all right. He doesn't do out. He's though. adorable, though, isn't he? Oh god, no, he's not. What? Piper, fantastic. Jesse's ace. Um, Savage and Santana, they're both good. Yeah. And I think they're going to have better matches in the future. This is yeah. a little sampler. The Kung Fu Challenge is dumb. Yeah. We didn't know what the rules were. It was just a match, but with more chops and kicks in it. Funk and Dog had a decent brawl. It's kind of been forgotten about. It was that early on. But it was a decent brawl. It kept them both strong, didn't it? Yeah. And uh, that was my best moment, I think, overall. Funk and JYD. I liked it. Was it your favourite moment? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. What's your Man, Man Piper's Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, segment is mm. too good not to be. What about you, Rusty? Anything to do with Macho Man is going to be my favourite moment every week. <laughs> there you go. I love, I love Macho Man. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, worst moment wasn't enough Macho Man. <laughs> 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 so 
had to pick a worse moment this week because it was all a bit yeah like it all sort of like melded in it was all yeah it did and, um, it's like a witch's you know what you know what our worst moment was uh, Andre the Giant doing heelish things I hate it yeah and getting away with it the second biggest baby face mm. you know big attraction and he's just being heelish I, yeah. I didn't like that no okay no gimmicks um I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. So I wouldn't say there's any like really low moments. Because I, I can't say like the segments, like the Halloween segments, because I have to say all of them then, because they're all, they're all one. <laughs> yeah. If, so, I had to, if I had to say one, it would probably be just the match of Hogan. Really? Because it's very forgettable. It was. I, I didn't really... Yeah, it's, an, it's a very I, 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 was struggle, match. I was struggling to remember it. Normally when you're going through like all the play-by-play, I can keep up with it in my head. That one I was just a bit lost. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Well, the fans were into it. Well, of course they are. Well, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Yeah. yeah. Fair point. Um, well, my worst was the Kung Fu Challenge. Just a bit shit. It was shit. It, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Was, overall, the show was decent. Another gem has been unearthed. We still have plenty more buried. I'm Flemerald. I'm Rusty Pudding. I'm Oliver. No gimmicks needed. Yeah, get that in there. Or you can be pumpkin pass now. Pass and dunk. Pass and dunk. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh, Honestly, that is the best thing in the world for me. Pass and dunk. I'm not rusty pudding anymore. I'm dunk. <laughs> <laughs> and you've just got a gimmick now. Apparently. Yeah. So join the Gems of Wrestling next time for the first official WWF pay-per-view the wrestling classic so in the words of jesse ventura if that's your idea of a good time i've sure had better (laughs) fucking hell he's great For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It got on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom at the vampire's all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included and his son. The scene was rocky while we're digging the sounds. Igor on chains backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. 
was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania quiz? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's got on and it's fly. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's correct for part of the band And my monster mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is said Then you can mash Then you can monster mash The monster mash And do my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on and all right Then you can mash Then you can monster mash Man. 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 Man.